Sir Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of Joseph Saka. Allah Rishonim v'Allah Achronim. Last night we began to acknowledge that both for the Rishonim and Achronim, Rishonim means those who made their way through the desert, those who made their way to Har Sinai, those who experienced the revelation and the miracles of Hashem. They are the Rishonim. We, everyone since then, we are the Achronim. And for all of us, Devartova, Kayam, Le'olam Vayad, that even though there are advantages and disadvantages to both, even though the further back you go, the closer to Harsina you are, the more elevated and enriched you are. But nevertheless, we stand on the shoulders of giants, and that is the combination. That is how we reconcile the sources of Euridas Adoros. On the one hand, the doctrine of decline, and on the other hand, this notion that we've made progress and that we have advanced. The Siach Yitzchak says something a little bit different. Siach Yitzchak says, Allah Rishonim. The Rishonim have the advantage that they were present at Harsinai. We live life. And we believe, we take that leap of faith, we examine the evidence which we believe is overwhelming that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Ribbon Shalom exists. But in the end of the day, we've not experienced revelation like 10 plagues, Kriyas Yamsuf, Har Sinai. The Rishonim had that advantage. It was undeniable. That's how some understand Kaf Aleim Har What does it mean? God held the mountain over their head, so much so that later, fast forward to the story of Purim, it means that when they stood at our Sinai, the revelation, God's direct presence was felt so palpably by them throughout the entire story of the Eser Makos and Kriyas Yamsev. It was undeniable. How could anyone in that generation deny Hashem's guiding hand? So Allah Rishonim, they had the benefit and the advantage of that revelation. We don't. We live every day potentially with a sense of doubt. And we have to express and exert our Bechira, our free will, to make the choice. We opt in to a relationship with Hashem, even though we live in a period of Kodesh Baruch Hu is Nistar, of Hastara, Kodesh Baruch Hu is hidden, He's not revealed. So that's the advantage of the Rishonim. The Achronim, though, we have an advantage over the Rishonim. And by we, Siach Yitzchak here is talking about somebody who's FFB, not that we like to use names, titles, or labels, but somebody who's been religious since birth. What's the advantage of the person who's been religious since birth? I walk by a McDonald's, it doesn't do anything. There's no temptation, there's no pause, there's no desire. Never had it, never will. It's not part of the experience, not part of the palate. It's not part of the temptation. But the Rishonim, the generation who were given, who were given the Torah, they had to accept upon themselves, they had to give up the prohibition of Arayos. Gemara talks about the challenge of other nations and even the Jewish people to part with the promiscuity, with the opportunities that they had. They were able to eat cheeseburgers. They were able to eat. They were able to go on Shabbos and Yontav and do whatever they wanted. Accepting upon themselves Torah with its restrictions was an enormous change of lifestyle. We don't have to make that shift. We don't undergo that transformation. We know it, hopefully, if we're lucky, since the day that we're born until the day we leave this world, never knowing any other, the Rishonim, those who had the first opt-in, those who first accepted the Torah, had to undergo that enormous change or transformation in their life. So says the Siach Yitzchak, Allah Rishonim v'yala achronim, that for both groups, each has an advantage and a disadvantage, yet nevertheless for both groups, it's davar tov v'kayam la'olam va'ed. It's tov. Maybe it wouldn't have been tov for the Rishonim, they had to give up something. Maybe it wouldn't have been kayam for us, because we didn't get direct revelation. Each one, you might have thought, didn't have that description. Nevertheless, for both, that's what the Siach Yitzchak says, nevertheless, for both, 
both for the Rishonim and the Achronim. Davar, Davar here is talking about Dibur, the Dibros, the Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's Tov Vekayam. Whether you had revelation or not, and whether you had to undergo a transformation, or this is the only life you ever knew, in both cases, it is Tov Vekayam, Laolam Vaed. Laolam Vaed. The Rinas Chaim, Chaim Friedlander, quotes Rav Yerucham. The Yerucham of the Mir tells the following story. He was once a guest in an uh, inn of a non-Jew. In the middle of the night, he heard a lot of noise, a lot of activity, a lot of uh, hustle and bustle, and then it got quiet again. So in the morning, he asked the innkeeper, the Bala Achsanya, what was that rash, Laila? What was that sound? What was that commotion? What happened in the middle of the night? So he answered, you know, the winter is very long. The winter, the day ends early, so it's a very long night. And that long night, it's cold and it's frigid and people get hungry and they're tired. So we wake up in the middle of the night to eat and to drink in order to satisfy ourselves. And then we can go back to sleep, back to sleep. Said Rabbi Yerucham, Achshavu meivin sha'aleinu lahodos lahoreinu asher hergilu asanu lakum baboka lalechas lisbalel akiba reka. Ki asalecha lofneatfila. He said, you see the contrast between the way a Jew and a non-Jew wake up in the morning. The non-Jew wakes up, cup of coffee, eggs, a full breakfast. They can't imagine starting their day before filling their stomach. This was before intermittent fasting. But they can't imagine starting a day without filling their stomach. You have to eat. But the Jew wakes up and says, I have to go daven. I have no appetite. I can't eat until I talk to Hashem. Breakfast doesn't come before davening. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to eat before you daven. First, the person has to talk to Kaddish Baruch Hu. First, we take care of our spiritual needs before indulging our physical ones. So Adam Shomer Torah mitzvahs ragosh adavar arishon kishemis or babokir lishtos kos kafel lachem hashu ubeladeim and yachol atzis meamita. Avlanach ne Baruch Hashem lofneish anu chosim meatfila anu revi eno revim klal. We don't feel any appetite or hunger pains. It's not even part of. It's not even ba becheshman. It's not even a possibility. Even on Shabbos shatfila arucha yoser. Said Rav Yerucham, that's the pshat, tov v'kayam. Tov v'kayam, this life and this lifestyle, it's kayam, it endures and it lasts against nature, against all odds, against the way others feel. But nevertheless, it's tov. This lifestyle is beautiful and it's good and it's embraced and it endures. Li olam